This is episode 219 of the Two Birth and Beyond podcast. We're so excited to have you with us on this episode of Two Birth and Beyond. I'm Jesse Mundell, mom, kinesiologist, and fitness coach to pregnant and current moms. And I'm Anita Lambert, mom, pelvic health and orthopedic physiotherapist with a focus on women's health. On the show, we provide information and education on fitness, the pelvic floor, fertility, pregnancy, birth, postpartum, and women's health. We offer a brave space to have candid and vulnerable conversations on the struggles and joys of motherhood, including all aspects of our physical, mental, and emotional health. While you're listening in, please remember that the information on the show is not meant to diagnose or treat any medical conditions. Please speak with your medical provider for all things related to your healthcare. We're so excited to have you. Let's dive into today's show. Hey, everybody. It's Jesse. Before we get into today's show, I wanted to let you know that you can now go download our free postnatal consultation form, which is a resource for you to use in your onboarding or intake or initial consultations with new postpartum clients or patients. It's 55 example questions direct from what I use with my clients within our fitness coaching business to help make a really great first impression and help to build a trusting relationship with the new folks who are coming into the containers in which you're working with them. So we know that asking effective questions is going to help us get a more thorough understanding of what our clients and patients are actually dealing with so we can build or craft a better training or treatment plan for them. And especially when we're dealing with sensitive topics like pregnancy, birthing, and postpartum recovery, we need to know what to actually ask to get the information that we are looking for. So the postnatal consultation form will help you ask comprehensive questions regarding pelvic floor health and symptoms, fitness and strength levels, mental and emotional health, and also personal and sensitive details, which you might not yet have thought to be asking, but will really help to develop that trusting relationship with your people. So you can go get the free done for you postnatal consultation form at the link in today's show notes, use it in full swipe the questions you need. You can send it right off to your folks or use it in in in-person sessions as well. And I really hope that it helps you feel a bit more organized, feel a bit more prepared going into these sessions to help make that excellent first impression with your postnatal clients. Hey friends, welcome back to another episode of To Birth and Beyond. It's Jesse Mundell and Anita Lambert. And uh, we're coming to you 9 p.m. on a Wednesday night. (laughs) And we thought we would just have a really honest, casual chat with you all about how we are really doing during this time in the world. I know it still feels like such a chaotic, wild time for a lot of us with this pandemic and whatnot. So yeah, we thought we'd just jump on and tell you what we've been doing to try to take the best care of ourselves that is possible and tell you what's going on in our businesses and how we are adjusting as always there. And yeah, just let you in on kind of behind the scenes of what's happening in our lives. 
So first, Anita, how are you really? <laughs> uh, I feel like whatever people ask, I'm just like, the best description is just, it's a juggle. It's this, I feel like it's a constant juggling of all the things <laughs> currently yeah. going on. And for those who are new to the podcast, Justin and I both have two little ones. So mine, my oldest is almost six. So she's in SK or second year of kindergarten and my youngest just turned three. So he's still in daycare. So that definitely adds to the element of things. And we just got off as you did Jess, virtual school. Coming back from Christmas break, there was some weeks of virtual school. So yeah, juggling, I think is just the best word I have. Um, and it's been like that since March, 2020. Um, different juggling acts sometimes of what, what is going on. Um, but that is pretty much how, how it feels. How about you? Okay, yes, to the juggling, but also I feel more like it's drowning today. You're catching me on a day where I had both kids home all day. So yeah, school just started back in person for us yesterday, right? Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because the day before we had a wild <laughs> snowstorm here and schools were closed. That was supposed to be the first day back of school in a month. So that day was canceled. They went back yesterday. Today, the buses were canceled. They were home all day today too. It's 9 PM. And this is, this is the thing that was so hard for me for so many years, having small kids, primarily working from home, very little childcare, was that I worked in the margins of the day for a really long time, like after bedtime till midnight, 1am at nap time, et cetera. And then over the last couple of years, well, yeah, year and a half, our schedule has just really changed when we moved back to our hometown and have more help and more childcare. I've been able to work much more, you know, quote unquote, normal hours during the day. So going back to this feeling of working, just like fitting your work in however you can is really, it's just such a tough one for me. I know like you, I just love my work so, so much. I truly enjoy it and want to be in it as much as I can. So yeah, today was just, it was a tough day. It's just a hard day. My kids are three and a half and six and a half. And the six and a half year old is going through a real thing right now that is aggressively sassy. And it's just really tough. I can just feel my energy and my patience is... Yeah, it's on it's on its last legs, I would say. I feel like we're in March 2020 all over again. Yeah, and I know we were saying too, it's like also when like Christmas break and coming back in January this year, 2022, literally felt like a repeat mm-hmm. of 2021. Um, so yeah, I think that's also been a challenge too right because it's like then you're having these feelings of other periods of time within the last two years that you're like are we really we're really still here yeah and I think it just feels like oh my gosh it's been just about two years and when you feel like you're back into the beginning stages of it and it just feels like this is never going to stop like what when is this gonna change it just feels like we're continuously living this groundhog day 
And that can, it just can be so easy to let yourself get really deep into those feelings of this is how it's going to be forever. Even though, you know, rationally, we know that's not true. Just certainly feels like it at this point. Okay, so not silver linings by any means, but tell us what you've been doing to to just be okay as is possible. How are you taking care of yourself right now? Mm-hmm. Let's say one thing, uh, movement, which as for both of us has always been a big part of our lives. Um, and so I know when I don't get movement in, um, I can be crabby in terms of, I just know my mood is not, not the best. So, um, but what I've been finding is like, I needed to change things up because I was still Mm -hmm. consistent. Like strength training has been my main form of exercise, especially since having kids, it's just been the easiest to fit in doing it at home. But I'm like, I needed something to change. So we ended up in December getting a stationary bike and getting the Peloton app, which I know, yes, yes, jumping on the bandwagon. I put it off because I was like, we don't even have the space anywhere for a stationary bike other than in the middle of like a main room, which just would not work. So, but then I figured out, I like measured and I'm like, we have this little nook from the kitchen to the door of our basement and we're in a really old century home so like our basement is like a true basement so <laughs> it's literally just storage so but it was like oh we can squeeze the bike in here and then I just wheel it out to the living room put the Peloton app on mirror it on the tv which is a nice big screen so whether it's spin because I've really missed spin and like through COVID haven't obviously been able to get to a class even when like this some of the local like the main local studio here has been open and closed open and closed and just timing and stuff. So it's like, I really miss that. And especially in the winter months. And as you mentioned, we just got a massive snowstorm, even getting out for a walk. Like we do trail walks a lot on the weekends. That's like, I find such a big thing for the whole family, getting out, getting fresh air, getting movement. Um, but it's not always possible during the week. So I do find doing Peloton classes and I love like even the strength classes I just I'm like I want someone else to tell me what to do I don't want to have to like make my own workout (laughs) and even doing spin with strength so anyways that's really been I find has been awesome it's been we got it like early December so it's just been a change in the movement and I've just noticed a difference in myself as well I'm like I needed a change in what I was doing and yeah, I've really, really loved it. So for anyone who's thinking too, because I know the Peloton bike itself is not necessarily an option for everyone for many reasons. This could be a way potentially it could be more accessible to you because we were able to stationary bikes. There's it's so common now um, and more accessible financially. And then the Peloton app. And yeah, so that's what I've been loving. What about, what about you, Jess, in terms of movement? What has kind of felt good for you lately? Cause that is so key for physical, but also like our mental health and my clients, like both our clients, it's such a huge part. So what's worked for you lately? Cool. I love that. That's so fun. Those Peloton classes are awesome. They have Mm -hmm. such good instructor instructors and yeah, the music, the mood, I found those to be really helpful for me last year at this time. Okay. So for me right now, strength training, same as you is kind of always the 
go to usually twice a week is what I do for strength training. And then we recently got a treadmill again, which is very, very nice to have. We sold our treadmill when we moved back to Ontario a year and a half ago and we used it all the time we just did not have room in the moving truck for it so it was the thing that had to go so we got a treadmill and that's so funny that you mentioned it <laughs> your bike in this like little nook it was going to be in the main room our treadmill is just like in the living room taking <laughs> up so much space right now but yeah our basement could be great one day but it's a disaster and needs to be torn apart we're still deep in renovations and will be forever so hopefully the treadmill will move there eventually but right now it's taking up like half of the living room but that has been nice and what I found last year when I got into the Peloton classes same as you we just bought like a cheapy spin bike and did the app with it works great but I found that such a boost for my mental health that way of moving in a bit more of a cardiovascular steady state interval training way was really impactful for me. And that's what I'm finding with now just returning to more walking too. And that's what I've been doing on the treadmill is just slow, gentle walking, but it has been really, really nice. So yeah, strength training, walking, those have been feeling really good for me. What else for you have you been doing? this isn't necessarily something new for me, um, but water, like honestly is like staying hydrated. And for anyone listening, I do love my coffee. So I am not a pelvic physio that tells you you need to cut the coffee out. <laughs> you can drink your coffee, but it, that it's a matter of getting other fluids in, right. That are going to keep you hydrated. Um, so I do find, and it's interesting because I find the days I'm at work um, and being in the clinic and being masked and everything like it's different than before where like you could keep your water bottle in your clinic room and your clients could bring their water in and you're both can kind of drink through sessions obviously that is not happening now so it's in a separate space but I still make sure I get my water breaks in and making sure I'm staying hydrated throughout the day so I probably drink even more at work because I'm more purposeful about it than at home but I find it makes a massive difference in how I feel. So water for sure. Also taking time, I would say before my, especially more so the weekdays and the weekends, but taking some time to even like go over whatever my goals are, like whether it's for work, whether it's personal life, like just in terms of going over, like, because right now, like you said, it kind of feels like Groundhog's Day. It's like having goals, but not approaching them in like, got to get there and I'm going to push and push and push. But even just, it just gives hope of like what Mm -hmm. is to come and what you're working towards. And then yes, things will come up and you problem solve through how you might have to kind of zig and zag to get to there, to that goal. But I do find mentally that's also been helpful. Like I said, both work, but but even, you know, home stuff, family stuff, um, just, yeah, I found that that's been helpful. And that's, I'd say, been more this past year. I didn't do that as much before. I would make kind of, you know, long-term goals, but like I wasn't so consistent with like revisiting them and um, planning and figuring out how I would get there. So that I've been really enjoying too. 
Yeah, that's a really, really good tip. This is something that one of my clients was talking about too, actually, was goals-ish, but also just setting these small things to look forward to in the future. And that just kind of hit me that I don't think I've been doing that with anything. Like what has there been to do? (laughs) What has there been to look forward to? It just doesn't really feel like anything. So that is on my priority list for 2022 is even tiny, small things of what can you look forward to? Like you said, offering some hope in some way. I think that's going to be super key for us all. I have been getting into TV, watching TV again for the first time in years, and it's bringing me so much pleasure. So I'm deep into Ozark right now. I know I'm years late on it. Have you watched it? I have not. So yeah. Okay. (laughs) Catch up. Okay. I just finished (laughs) season one. You have plenty of time. Season four comes out. Oh, maybe it's this week. Friday or something, the 21st of January. So yeah, that's been so, that's been small things to look forward to, honestly, is at night, usually Randy and I will watch an episode, sometimes more, but yeah, it's just so nice to have something to look forward to. And TV has been, TV has been that thing. Another thing is I've been trying to sort my menstrual cycles out for so long now, but consistently for the last probably six or seven months. So that is a thing that I have been a bit more focused on and intentional about. And it is in a way forcing me or nudging me to just be sure that I am taking care of myself. And that is setting a curfew, which is annoying as hell because I want to stay up till 1am in the dark and in the silence but setting a curfew so like 10 30 10 45 is it lights out going to sleep my naturopathic doctor has been on me to just be eating more consistently which has been really eye-opening because I thought I was doing that but then realizing that it would be too many hours in between eating so that is something that has been a focus to yeah, to nourish myself with food in a more specific way, not with the foods themselves, like any foods, but just really keeping an eye on eating frequently enough. A big one for us is couples counseling, which has been really key over the last year and a half too. I wrote an email to my list yesterday saying we've done 42 sessions of couples counseling since October, 2020. And so that works out to like a couple sessions a month. We're now doing one session a month, but it's always kind of a staple and on the calendar. And although it's not something I generally look forward to in a way, because I always want to skip it, it is, it has a huge impact on the rest of our life. So it's something that's really important. And yeah, I would say just really trying to choose pleasure whenever possible, pleasure in any way and all the ways, because I find like that's the hopeful piece of it, like feeling pleasure and then wanting to experience pleasure in some way, again, has been those small things to look forward to. Uh, I'm going to add one thing that I thought of. Yeah. One other thing that I feel like a lot of people right now with being home so much, and also if you have little people in your life who are also home and partners who are working from home, all the things, I've really enjoyed decluttering. 
like making and I look at it as like I don't know what it is and I know there's the whole Marie Kondo and everything but like I find decluttering it's like making space and I just find again mentally like I just feel so much better like clutter bugs me and then it's like since having little ones like babies come with a lot of stuff and it was starting to really get to me so it's like we need to get more storage for the living room we need all this stuff and of course things still bubble up and you're just like I just bought all this storage and there's still stuff everywhere but um (laughs) like even like like my closet and stuff like I just find decluttering just physically gives you more space but I find mentally also gives you more space so I've also been loving that and that's just been a constant like I'll check in I keep asking my husband like you should really go through your part of the closet because there's (laughs) stuff you have in there that like since we met you've never worn so (laughs) it could go it could go um yeah I'm like that's a sign (laughs) you haven't worn stuff in that long um so and yeah I just find it feels just really good so I find that something that so many people um can do or have been doing and just find it can make a difference (laughs) okay can I tell you something that you're gonna die over (laughs) so we moved into this house almost a year ago February 2021 Um, we just put door handles on last week. We have not had closets yet. We don't have closets. Like we have our like little walk-in closet space, but we don't have shelves or hanging anything. Like our clothes literally have just been in like piles and on chairs for the last year. And I'm getting to the point where like mentally I cannot take one more day of it. So this really resonates. <laughs> well, it's like, I was going to say, I've seen on social media, your clothes piles and you'll like preface it ahead of time in case it's going to cause anyone any like stress. mental stress around <laughs> what that might look like. So to know it's gotten to you at this point, then yes. Yeah. Yeah, it takes a while for that kind of stuff, but a year, a year is what's done it. (laughs) Okay, let's talk business stuff because each of us are entrepreneurs. We own our own business and I wish people talked more honestly, especially business coaches about what this pandemic has been like for working parents, especially those of us with our own businesses and virtual schooling kids and so much interruption to daycare and childcare. It's just been so, so challenging. It really cannot be understated. So what's 2022 looking like in your business? Any things you have planned and also how are you doing anything? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I would say so clinic wise, Similar to the last couple of years, like we do a combination of virtual and in-person, which I've been loving, which I know clients have been loving. It makes it so accessible and they can continue their progress. Um, I feel like it would be challenging if, if, if kind of the main thing is just in person. And it's because like my clients are majority pregnant or postpartum and many who are pregnant have other little ones too. So, I mean, like if it could only see them in person, 
we wouldn't necessarily be able to, to keep everything up, right? So that's been really helpful. Um, and so that'll be continuing. In terms of, it's been a juggle, like I am, it's been helpful. My husband with his work since March, 2020 has been working from home. But that being said, like, he does need to work too. So even <laughs> if the kids are home, it's not like he can just be like, okay, I'm not going to work today. So he's doing a lot of juggling. I am so, so grateful. My parents um, moved here just before my second was born. So pre-COVID, um, but looking back, I'm like, I'm just unbelievably grateful for them and them being able to, to help when possible. So that kind of between my husband juggling that and my parents being able to help. We also have daycare, but again, as you mentioned, like on and off, or if like one child has even like a runny nose, then no daycare and then school. So then there's been in and out of virtual school for my daughter. So that's where all the juggling um, comes in. And, but yeah, being able to go to the clinic and do virtual and in-person, I do it all from there when possible. Um, is, yeah, kind of how you said before, like we both love what we do. And I find like when I'm in a client appointment, it's like fully present, fully there, 110% focus. And it's this feeling of like, that was me before COVID. Right. So it's like it's a PCU before all of this happened. So I just find it it is so helpful in terms of just like again, being in your zone, doing your thing, helping others, seeing clients get awesome results, them doing it themselves. We're just here to guide them as physios or as coaches. That's kind of how clinical side has been, and that'll just be continuing. And then in terms of for Bump to Birth, which is my online program, it's been great too. There's kind of two versions of it now. There's an on-demand option that is always open for people to join whenever, because with pregnancy, everyone is at a different point. So like it's there for them. And then I'll be opening the group option a couple times over this year. So that'll be, there'll be a specific kind of VIP group that is currently happening, but it's currently closed. So there'll be people joining that. We'll be doing live calls within that for, for um, a period of time. So that's going to open a couple of times this year, which is great because then I can even be more connected and be able to coach more within that. So it's kind of the online side. And then we've got the podcast, which like we're almost at four years, yeah, which four is years. incredible. I'm not sure. We'll see when this one airs. This could be at four yeah. years. So that's been great. And just to hear from people how much these episodes have helped. Like, honestly, kind of whether you're listening, this might be the first episode you've heard, or this might be like the 200th episode you've heard. It means so much to Jess and I to know how these episodes have helped. I've had so many clients listen to them before they see me in clinic or before they join, join Bump to Birth or people on social media who like we won't ever work with, but that they've heard the episodes and like the outcomes they've gotten, like whether they've, you know, I've gone back to jumping postpartum and I'm not leaking pee because of the episode and like all these things. So it's just been really neat to see over the years how much what we do, how we can reach so many people. And so I think that's been a big part of these last two years that has been giving hope 
of like that idea of continuing to get to do what we love and reach so many people. And we've just, just, I know pivot is like the worst word now. Everyone (laughs) said it back in March, 2020, but like, so we've had to make adjustments as we go, but like, it's, I'm really happy with all of that. And it's just the more the challenge with work ends up being, you know, childcare, that kind of thing of, of juggling that that's the main challenge with it, but that's kind of what my year for work will look like. And then I've also been doing, uh, mentoring and coaching a number of, uh, specifically physios who are kind of wanting to dive into like where I am now. So either about to open a solo practice or are opening one, they want to dive deeper into pregnancy and postpartum. So I love doing coaching with that, like more the the clinical side and then the business side, getting to coach them and mentor them with. So that's kind of where work is for me. I love all the different avenues. Like I just love being able to use that knowledge in so many different ways and to help whether professionals or people in the community. But what about you, Jess? What is work going to look like? Oh, all that mentoring sounds so fun. Okay. One question for you though. Do you wish you could work more? All of it or certain aspects? All all of it combined. Like, do you wish you had more hours to spend working? I feel like yes, in a way. (laughs) So I feel like I do, because I do try to fit in, like there's times I'm working at night, I'm working during the day, like how you said, like fitting it in all over. My clinical hours are always daytime only, Um, but everything else is at night. So I think for me, it's like, yes, working more in a way, but I think my goal, because during my mat leaves and stuff, I was having to work all different hours. I'd really like to be spending less time working at night. That's kind of been even going into 2022 has been one of those things where I, that is something I'm working towards is less working at night. So I can just have that focus time during the day. Yeah. Yeah. Same. And I think that that has been the biggest challenge for a lot of us parents, entrepreneurs, because the daytime stuff hasn't been our own for such a long time. Like we can't really plan too much around those daytime hours and that has been really really sucky in a lot of ways okay so on my end 2022 we've got some big plans for the business this year with our fitness coaching for pregnant and postpartum people and then also on the other side of the business which is work with health and fitness pros, similar to what you were saying in our certification work, and then also some business coaching. So we have planned out this year in a really different way than we have in any of the previous eight years of the business. We have a much more detailed and specific plan, really mapping out where we're going on a weekly, monthly, and yearly basis. And that actually feels really good. I have been And this probably goes back to this idea of hope, but I think I've been avoiding the planning, really planning anything for so long now with babies, toddlers, and then into a pandemic. But this year, I feel like it's necessary to reach the goals that we want to in the business and to develop this company into what I know and imagine it will look like in the next few years. We need to have a specific plan. So we do. 
and it's giving me a lot of freedom of mental energy too, to just feel a bit less scrambly and a lot more clear on what's happening, even when school gets canceled (laughs) twice in the first week. So I'm really focused on a lot of uh, growth in my own leadership role as the CEO of this business in 2022 hiring more team members, I hope, and delegating just as much as possible to people who do a much better job at things than I will. And even on the coaching side of the business, bringing in more coaches to help support our pregnant and postpartum people in their exercise. So that is definitely on the horizon. We are finally going to release our pregnancy fitness coaching certification in the fall, October, 2022, we'll have the prenatal fitness specialist Academy, which people have literally been asking about for five and a half years. And it just has not been a thing that we could make happen, but this year we are. And I can't wait for that to be live and out in the world. What else? I invested in a 12-month mastermind this year because I really needed someone's guidance and help with strategy around the business. And again, developing it into a business that looks that looks a different way and operates in a different way. And also just knowing that someone will be checking on me and checking in someone, the coach who is invested in in my work and my own success too, has felt really nice to be taken care of in a way. So yeah, if my kid could stay in school and the young one could go to daycare, that would be really awesome. But I will say what I also am practicing a ton is just asking for help in all of the places. I have this really not great habit of just thinking that, yeah, I can do it myself. It'll just be faster if I do it myself. It's fine. I can handle it. No, we're not doing that this year. We're just asking for help. And that is in my personal life, but professional life too. So that is something that I'm going to be, yeah, super focused on. That's and I so really, exciting. Yeah, as same as you, four years of the podcast. It has been really nice to just know that at least once a month, I'm going to see you. We're going to record a couple episodes. We get to talk to amazing people as guests, record And I didn't tell you, but someone emailed a couple days ago to my personal email saying, hey, the podcast isn't working on Google. I think Google Play for them right now. And she was like, I need to figure it out because listening to you all is my weekly therapy. So what is going on? (laughs) And I know it was just so, so sweet because sometimes you just forget that people are listening honestly like we don't look at the stats too too closely we get obviously get messages and stuff but there's a lot of people listening and it means something to you all and we are just so damn grateful to have you around really hope to anyone who's listening in just please do what you can to take care of yourself to take care of yourself physically mentally and emotionally in whatever ways that are available to you and that you can access and just ask for all the help in any possible way that you can. Let's not do that thing that I was just talking about where we just think we can do the things ourselves. Yeah, we probably could, but we also 
don't need to and our care and our well-being is so so important we hope you enjoyed listening to this episode of the to birth and beyond podcast you can find any links or resources we discussed in the show notes at to birth and and if you enjoyed today's show we would love for you to leave us a review on itunes and subscribe to the to birth and beyond podcast in itunes or stitcher 